I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today's reading is Joshua chapters 19 through 21. The tribes still participating in the lottery and to see who gets allocated which pieces of property in Joshua chapter 19. Now, first of all, we have in today's reading the tribe of Simeon. They receive their territory allocation, beginning with verse 1 down through verse 9. And the second lot came forth to Simeon, even for the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families, and their inheritance was within the inheritance of the children of Judah. They had in their inheritance Beersheba, or Sheba, and Moladam, and Hazer Shul, and Bala, and Azim, and Eltulad, and Bethel, and Hormam, and Ziklag, and Beth Markaboth, and Hazer Susa, and Bethlehoth, and Sharahin, thirteen cities and their villages, Ain Riman, and Ether, and Ashan, four cities and their villages, and all of the villages that were round about these cities to Baaloth Beer, Ramoth of the south, this is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families. Out of the portion of the children of Judah was the inheritance of the children of Simeon. For the part of the children of Judah was too much for them. Therefore the children of Simeon had their inheritance within the inheritance of them. And then we have the tribe of Zebulun. They received their territory allocation beginning in verse 10 down through verse 16. And the third lot came up for the children of Zebulun according to their families. And the border of their inheritance was unto Sarid. And their border went up toward the sea, and Maralah, and reached to Dabasheth, and reached to the river that is before Jachnam, and turned from Sarid eastward toward the sunrising into the border of Chrisloth Tabor, and then goeth out to Dabareth, and goeth up to Japhia, and from thence passeth on along on the east to Gitahifer, to Itakazen, and goeth out to Rimon Methar to Nea, and the border compasseth it on the north side to Hanathon, and the outgoings thereof are in the valley of Jephthahel, and Katah, and Nahalal, and Shimron, and Idalam, and Bethlehem, twelve cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Zebulun, according to their families, these cities with their villages." Then we have the allocation for the tribe of Issachar. Those allocations are found in verses 17 to 23. And the fourth lot came out to Issachar for the children of Issachar according to their families. And the border was toward Jezreel and Keseloth and Shunem and Hapharaim and Shion and Anaharoth and Rabbath and Kishion and Abaz and Remeth, and Enganem, and Enhadah, and Beth Pazez. And the coast reached to Tabor, and Shahazamah, 
and Beth Shemesh and the outgoings of their border were at Jordan, sixteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Issachar, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. Then in verses 24 to 31, we have the tribe allocation for the tribe of Asher. Verse 24, And the fifth lot came out for the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families. And their border was Helkoth, and Halai, and Betan, and Akshaf, and Alamelech, and Ahmed, and Mishael, and reacheth to Carmel westward, and to Shihar Libnath, and turneth toward the sunrising to Beth Dagon, and reacheth to Zebulon, and to the valley of Jephthahel, toward the north side of Bethimek, and Neiel, and goeth out to Kabul on the left hand, and Hebron, and Rehob, and Hammon, and Cana, even unto Zidon. And then the coast turned to Ramah, and to the strong city Tyre. And the coast turned to Hosah, and the outgoings thereof were at the sea, from the coast to Akzib. Uma also, and Aphek, and Rehob, twenty and two cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families, these cities with their villages. Now we see the allocation for the tribe of Naphtali in verses 32 through 39. The sixth lot came out to the children of Naphtali, even for the children of Naphtali, according to their families. And their coast was from Heliph, from Alan to Za'ananim, and Adamai, Nekeb, and Jabnael, unto Lachem, and the outgoings thereof were at Jordan. And then the coast turneth westward to Aznoth Tabor, and goeth out from thence to Hukok, and reacheth to Zebulun on the south side, and reacheth to Asher on the west side, and to Judah upon Jordan toward the sunrising. And the fifth cities are Zidim, Zer, and Hamath, and Rakoth, and Kinnereth, and Adamah, and Ramah, and Hazor and Kadesh, and Edrei, and Enhazor, and Iron, and Megdalel, Horam, and Bethanath, and Beth Shemesh, nineteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. Then lastly here we have the tribe of Dan. They receive their allocation in verses 40 to 48. And the seventh lot came out for the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families. And the coast of their inheritance was Zoram, and Eshtaal, and Urshemesh, and Shealaban, and Ajalon, and Jethla, and Elon, and Themnathah, and Ekron, and Eltakam, and Gibbethon, and Baalath, and Jehud, and Benabarak, and Gath-Rimon, and Mizarkon, and Rakon, with the border before Japho. And the coast of the children of Dan went out too little for them. Therefore the children of Dan went up to fight against Leshem, and took it, and smote it with the edge of the sword, and possessed it, and dwelt therein, and called Leshem Dan, after the name of Dan their father. 
This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families, these cities with their villages. So here we've just read 48 verses of um, survey information. Let's recap what's already been handed out by Joshua to the tribes previously, before we get to this 19th chapter. Reuben, Leah's first son, Gad, Jacob's first son by Leah's handmaid Zilpha, and half of Manasseh, Joseph's son, have already been allocated territory on the east side of the Jordan River. You recall that Joseph was Rachel's oldest son, Ephraim was Joseph's other son. Ephraim and the other half of Manasseh's tribe received their allocation in Canaan back in Joshua chapter 16 and 17. Jacob had adopted Joseph's two sons as his own back in Genesis chapter 48 verse 5. Now Judah, Leah's fourth son, received their allocation, the tribe did, first back in Joshua chapter 15. After the spies were sent out and returned in Joshua chapter 18 verses 1 through 10, then Benjamin, Rachel's second son, was next to receive the tribal allocation, and that happened in Joshua chapter 18 verses 11 through 28. His was the first lot of the remaining seven. Now that leaves six more tribes to receive their territories in this chapter, and that was done by the lottery method. The uh, What we read there is verses 1 through 9, Lot fell to Simeon, that was Jacob's second son by Leah. In verses 10 through 16, it was Zebulun's turn, that was Leah's second son. The fourth lot fell to Issachar, that was Jacob's fifth son by Leah, and that's in verses 17 to 23. The fifth lot fell to Asher, that was Jacob's second son by Zilpah, verses 24 to 31. The sixth lot fell to Naphtali, Jacob's youngest son, by Bilhah, verses 32 to 39. And then finally, the seventh lot fell to Dan, that was Jacob's oldest son, by Bilhah, in verses 40 to 48. And it's somewhat interesting to me that the tribes who were the descendants of the sons of the maidservants of Jacob's wives were the last three to receive their allotments. The other maidservant son was Gad, who chose to stay on the other side of the Jordan, along with Reuben and Manasseh. Now, if you'd like to see uh, a chart showing the order of the births of the sons of Jacob, then look at the written notes on Genesis chapter 30, verses 1 through 24, and there I've provided the names of the children and the order in which they were born and to whom they were born. Now, remember what Jacob's son Simeon and Levi did to the Shechemites back in Genesis chapter 34 with that whole circumcision ploy. Well, that was an amusing way to get revenge for which Jacob later, at his death, demonstrated that he never forgot that. In the process of giving out blessings upon his boys, he gives a very specific one concerning Simeon and Levi. Jacob said in Genesis chapter 49, and I quote, "'Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce.'" and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Now, isn't it interesting that the tribe of Levi, being the tribe of priests, they end up scattered in the towns of the other tribes, and then Simeon ends up with no specific territory allocation of his own, but he's also, his whole tribe is scattered in the cities of Judah. Jacob's words over 400 years earlier became reality. Isn't that fascinating? Now, with regard to the tribe of Simeon, later on they get very little attention in Scripture. Remember that attempt to overthrow the theocracy in lieu of a democracy back in Numbers chapter 16? 
Well, the tribes on the south side of the tabernacle, and Simeon was one of those, they took a big census hit as a result. When the census is taken at the end of the 40 years, their numbers have diminished by nearly two-thirds. If you want to see the population charts at the beginning and the ending of those 40 years, then take a look at the notes, the written notes on Numbers chapter 26. And there at the top of the page on the right, you'll find the comparison of year two, the census taken then, compared to the census in year 40. Now, with regard to Simeon and that census, we see at the end of the 40 years, they are the smallest tribe of Israel with just 22,000 men in Simeon. Moreover, Beersheba was one of the cities listed in verse 2 as the inheritance of Simeon. But in Elijah's day, in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 3, we're told that Beersheba belongs to Judah. Apparently, the assimilation of Simeon into the tribe of Judah had largely taken place at that point 500 years after Israel's conquest of Canaan. However, we do see in Second Chronicles chapter 4, verses 24 to 43, that some of the tribe of Simeon cross over the Jordan River and set up housekeeping over on Mount Seir. That occurs during Hezekiah's reign, which was between 715 and 686 B.C. So they never disappear as one of the tribes of Israel, as far as we can tell. But the tribe of Levi ends up faring much better due to a subsequent extraordinary act of faithfulness. All those scattered throughout Israel, as Jacob had decreed back in Genesis chapter 49, verse 7, being a Levite in Israel wasn't that bad of a deal in those days. So how do they earn this partial reprieve from Jacob's decree? Well, the answer is found in Deuteronomy chapter 33, when Moses blessed the tribes of Israel prior to his death. And here's what he said regarding Levi. Deuteronomy 33.8 And of Levi he said, Let thy Thummim and thy Urim be with thy holy name, whom thou didst prove at Massa, and with whom thou didst strive at the waters of Meribah. For the significance of the Urim and the Thummim, look at the notes on Exodus chapter 28, verse 30. And verse 9, Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 9 who said unto his father and to his mother, I have not seen him, neither did he acknowledge his brethren, nor knew his own children, for they have observed thy word and kept thy covenant. They shall teach Jacob thy judgments and Israel thy law. They shall put incense before thee and a whole burnt sacrifice upon thine altar. Bless, Lord, his substance and accept the work of his hands. Smite through the loins of them that rise against him and of them that hate him, that they rise not again." So what exactly did the Levites do to shake off that curse, or at least some of that curse? Well, verse 8 that we just looked at above in Deuteronomy chapter 33, that verse tells us that it was their action of faithfulness at Massah and Meribah. That's the location where Aaron manufactured the golden calf while Moses was away in Exodus chapter 32. When Moses returned, here's what Moses told the Hebrews. In Exodus chapter 32, verses 27 through 29. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And there fell the people that day about three thousand men. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, even every man upon his son, 
and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. So you see, it's because the Levites were faithful to God and to Moses in Exodus chapter 32 that they received a special blessing from Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 33. As a result, though they were scattered throughout Israel, life as a Levite in Israel turned out to be, in fact, a position of honor. Joshua gets his reward in Joshua chapter 19, verses 49 to 51. When they had made an end of dividing the land for inheritance by their coast, the children of Israel gave an inheritance to Joshua, the son of Nun, among them. According to the word of the Lord, they gave him the city which he asked, even timnath Sirah in Mount Ephraim, and he built the city and dwelt therein. These are the inheritances which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel divided for an inheritance by Lot and Shiloh before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So they made an end of dividing the country. Well, we see here that finally old man Joshua gets his own city, timnath Sirah in Mount Ephraim. The specific word of the Lord in verse 50 is not given, but it probably refers back to the events of Numbers chapter 14 when Joshua and Caleb were commended after their return with the other ten spies from having gone through Canaan. We saw in Joshua chapter 18 verse 1 that the tabernacle had been erected in Shiloh. Now we see in verse 51 that all the territory assignments had been issued from the door of the tabernacle, and that would be there at Shiloh within the territory of Ephraim, about ten miles from timnath Sirah. In chapter 20, it's time to establish those cities of refuge. Verse 1, The Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Appoint out for you cities of refuge, wherever I spake unto you by the hand of Moses, that the slayer that killeth any person unawares and unwittingly may be flee thither, and they shall be your refuge from the avenger of blood. And when he that doth flee into one of those cities shall stand at the entering of the gate of the city, and shall declare his cause in the ears of the elders of that city, they shall take him into the city unto them, and give him a place that he may dwell among them. And if the avenger of blood pursue after him, then they shall not deliver the slayer up into his hand, because he smote his neighbor unwittingly, and hateth him not before time. And he shall dwell in that city until he stand before the congregation for judgment, and until the death of the high priest that shall be in those days. Then shall the slayer return and come into his own city, and into his own house, unto the city from whence he fled. And they appointed Kedesh in Galilee, and Mount Naphtali, and Shechem in Mount Ephraim, and Kirjatharba, which is in Hebron, in the mountain of Judah. And on the other side, Jordan, by Jericho eastward, they assigned Bezer in the wilderness upon the plain out of the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth in Gilead out of the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan out of the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities appointed for all the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them, that whosoever killeth any person at unawares might flee thither and not die by the hand of the avenger of blood, until he stood before the congregation. Now, do you remember the lengthy discussion in Numbers chapter 35, verses 6 through 34, and again in Deuteronomy chapter 19, 
verses 1 through 13 about what happens when you accidentally kill someone? Well, these six cities of refuge were to be safe havens until a trial could be held for the person who had committed manslaughter. These verses establish those cities. By my calculation, that puts nearly everyone of Israel within about 40 miles or so from one of these cities, those in the southern extremities of Judah being perhaps an exception. Remember, one isn't safe from the avenger until he's within the protective custody of that city, and then only until his trial takes place. Now, if the person's found guilty, he becomes open season to his avenger. But found innocent, he may continue to enjoy the protection of the city, but unprotected from his avenger outside the city, well, so much for vacationing. One more caveat here is, after the high priest dies, he may leave the city without fear of his avenger, well, theoretically anyway. Then we find the Levite cities, 48 of them, in Joshua chapter 21. I've provided a chart of those cities. It's on the right side of the written notes of the page for Joshua chapter 21, today's reading. Verse 1. Then came near the heads of the fathers of the Levites, unto Eleazar the priest, and to Joshua the son of Nun, and unto the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel. And they spake unto them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan, saying, The Lord commanded by the hand of Moses to give us cities to dwell in, with the suburbs thereof for our cattle. And the children of Israel gave unto the Levites out of their inheritance at the commandment of the Lord these cities and their suburbs. And the lot came out for the families of the Kohathites and the children of Aaron the priest, which were of the Levites, had by lot out of the tribe of Judah and out of the tribe of Simeon and out of the tribe of Benjamin thirteen cities. And the rest of the children of Kohath had by lot out of the families of the tribe of Ephraim, and out of the tribe of Dan, and out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, ten cities. And the children of Gershon had by lot out of the families of the tribes of Issachar, and out of the tribe of Asher, and out of the tribe of Naphtali, and out of the half-tribe of Manasseh and Bashan, thirteen cities." The children of Merari, by their families, had out of the tribe of Reuben, and out of the tribe of Gad, and out of the tribe of Zebulun, twelve cities. And the children of Israel gave by lot unto the Levites these cities with their suburbs, as the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. And they gave out of the tribe of the children of Judah, and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon, these cities, which are here mentioned by name, which the children of Aaron, being of the families of the Kohathites, who were of the children of Levi, had, for theirs was the first lot. And they gave them the city of Arba, the father of Anak, which city is Hebron, in the hill of the country of Judah, with the suburbs thereof round about it. But the fields of the city and the villages thereof gave they to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for his possession. Thus they gave to the children of Aaron, the priest, Hebron, with her suburbs, to be a city of the refuge for the slayer, and Libna with her suburbs." and Jada with her suburbs, and Eshtemul with her suburbs, and Holon with her suburbs, and Deber with her suburbs, and Ain with her suburbs, and Jatta with her suburbs, and Beth Shemesh with her suburbs, nine cities out of those two tribes. And out of the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with her suburbs, Geba with her suburbs, Anathoth with her suburbs, and Almon with her suburbs, four cities. 
All the cities of the children of Aaron the priest were thirteen cities with their suburbs. And the families of the children of Kohath, the Levites, which remained of the children of Kohath, even they had the cities of their lot out of the tribe of Ephraim. For they gave them Shechem with her suburbs in Mount Ephraim to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Gezer with her suburbs, and Kebzaim with her suburbs, and Beth Horon with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Dan, Altica with her suburbs, and Gibbethon with her suburbs, Ajalon with her suburbs, Gothrimmon with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Tanakh with her suburbs, and Gothrimmon with her suburbs, two cities. All the cities were ten with their suburbs for the families of the children of Kohath that remained. And unto the children of Gershon, of the families of the Levites, out of the other half-tribe of Manasseh, they gave Golan and Bashan with her suburbs to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Beashtera with her suburbs, two cities. And out of the tribe of Issachar, Kishon with her suburbs, Dabarah with her suburbs, Jarmuth with her suburbs, Enganim with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Asher, Mishal with her suburbs, Abdon with her suburbs, Helkoth with her suburbs, and Rehob with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh in Galilee with her suburbs, to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Hamath-dor with her suburbs, and Kartan with her suburbs, three cities. All the cities of the Gershonites, according to their families, were thirteen cities with their suburbs. And into the families of the children of Merari, the rest of the Levites out of the tribe of Zebulun, Jachnaim with her suburbs, and Kartal with her suburbs, Dimna with her suburbs, Nahalal with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Reuben, Bezer with her suburbs, and Jehazah with her suburbs, Kidamoth with her suburbs, and Mephaoth with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth, and Gilead with her suburbs, to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Mahanaim with her suburbs, Heshbon with her suburbs, Jazer with her suburbs, four cities in all. So all the cities of the children of Merari by their families, which were remaining of the families of the Levites, were by their lot twelve cities. All the cities of the Levites within the possession of the children of Israel were forty and eight cities with their suburbs. These cities were every one with their suburbs round about them. Thus were all these cities. And the Lord gave unto Israel all the land which he sware to give unto their fathers, and they possessed it and dwelt therein. And the Lord gave them rest round about, according to all that he sware unto their fathers. And there stood not a man of all their enemies before them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. There failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. Well, the Levites, as you can see, may not get their own region like the other tribes, but they didn't get a bad deal. So here's the breakdown for the Levites. The Kohathites, including the children of Aaron, the priest, they received 13 cities out of the territories of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin. The Kohathites also received 10 cities out of Ephraim, Dan, and Manasseh, and those were on the west side of the Jordan River. The Gershonites received 13 cities out of Issachar, Asher, and Naphtali, and Manasseh and Bashan. And then finally, those of Merari received 12 cities 
out of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulon. Now, the suburbs were open areas around the city suitable for keeping livestock. Those were included with the awarding of the cities themselves. You'll notice from this chapter that the cities of refuge indicated by Joshua in Joshua chapter 20 are all cities of Levites. Living in one of those cities as a non-Levite would have been a definite change in lifestyle. It's still interesting, though, that what Jacob said back in Genesis chapter 49, verse 7, seems to have come true for Simeon and Levi. Both of those tribes end up with cities within territories, not having their own distinct territories, just as Jacob said back in Genesis chapter 49 before his death. Finally, notice verse 43 regarding Israel's new land. Verse 43 says, And the Lord gave unto Israel all the land which he sware to give unto their fathers, and they possessed it and dwelt therein. It may occur to you that these boundaries of Israel at this point in time don't really fulfill the promise God gave to Abraham back in Genesis chapter 15, verse 18, where he says, There in the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Now, if you'd like to see a map, as I've mentioned before, regarding that territory and how it was inhabited and when it was inhabited, then consult the notes on Deuteronomy chapter 11, and there I've provided a map and some notes which will show you how and when the territory that God promised Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse 18 how that land was controlled during the reign of King David. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walker.